Today, I want to do something that I haven't really done in quite some time. I want to sit down and have a chat. I just want to talk. There's a lot going on in my life, and a lot going on just in general. And you'd think, given the live streams and the videos and the podcasts and all the stuff that I do on social media, I would be out of words. But I'm not. So... Let's have a chat on today's episode of Project Chat. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset. And yeah, today I, I just want to chat. I just want to talk. This isn't like the fan fiction, uh, fan fiction, the uh, Fiction Friday episode that I'm doing tomorrow. That's going to be more work related. I just wanted to just talk because I have started doing a lot lately and it's beginning to take a toll on me. And I'm actually really excited about that because as any of you who have been with me for quite some time know, it's been difficult for me to find the focus and the energy to do much of anything. And I've been kind of pushing myself to see what my limits are now because having a lot more energy and a lot more focus means I can do more than I was. And when you're coming out of a depression, like I've been doing, it's difficult to know what it is that you're capable of on the other side, especially since I'm not doing the same things I was doing before the depression. So I can't just pick up my old schedule and say, I'm going to do what I used to do because I'm not doing most of those things anymore. And I have basically found my limit. I have found how far and how hard I can push myself. And I'm really excited about that. But it does mean I'm going to be doing some changes. There there are going to be some marked changes to my schedules, and my expectations going forward. And I wanted to share this process with you because I do hear from some of you who like my openness about these things. So let's just get the schedule thing out of the way really quickly. And then we can talk about some of the other stuff. Number one, the podcast is going to three days a week. Five has been really difficult for me. And I don't think one was enough. I I really don't think one was enough. And I I think that way because not only the response I got when we went down to one, but it added a lot more stress on me because I would have to trim down ideas to try to Highlander them because there could be only one for the week. And that extra stress is something that I don't need to reintroduce right now. So, 
for the time being, starting next week, we're going to be doing three episodes of the podcast, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and we'll see how that works going forward, but I have high hopes for that. Also, I am going to be trimming down my YouTube schedule to just one video a week. I'm just going to be doing a Tuesday video, though next week I'm not going to be doing any because Mill Wordy starts, and so where you normally would have gotten a video from me on Tuesday, I'm doing a write-in stream. And I suppose that's the last thing that I should talk about. The write-ins are not going away, because I would be doing them anyway. Like, whether or not I'm hosting, or if I were just in somebody else's chat room, that's kind of how I get a lot of my work done now. So... I'm still going to be doing my regular Wednesday stream and my regular Friday stream. Probably won't do too many on Saturday unless the spirit moves me. So make sure that you're subscribed and you've hit the bell and everything. But yeah, so that's what schedule looks like now. Just in case anybody is concerned about me, I'm not nearing burnout. I'm not near burnout at all. Though I have seen some people kind of worried that I was barreling towards it. Now, I'm doing fine. I just, I had to stress test my life to see what it was capable of holding. Because if you've watched any of my content lately over on the YouTubes, you know that one of my biggest concerns is how we authors and creative types often like to sell ourselves short. And... I am extremely guilty about this. I very often tell myself what I cannot do rather than what I can do. And as a result of that, I limit my productivity. I limit the output that I can have. And I don't just mean that like in the factory processing plant kind of so I can make the money sort of way. I I mean that in... I have a lot of things that I want to write and I have a lot of things that I want to do. And it's really easy for me, just to talk about myself, to list all the reasons why I can't do the things that I want to do. And putting myself through this little bit of a stress test and pushing to see what the limits of my capabilities are is very important to me. I'm still getting words done. I'm still getting chapters out. I am still having fun working on the various projects. And and to be honest, I am getting so many stories out of my head that it makes me really, really happy. But I need to know what I can do. And if you are going to try this, if you are going to try to stress test your creativity, You need to set limits. I I have been doing these experiments on a weekly basis because it's not long enough for me to burn myself out. It's not long enough for me to do damage to my creativity, to my energy levels, to, you know, pretty much anything about me. And I know that from my own personal experience. I know what I am capable of doing that wise. I know that it takes a lot longer to be drained. And for anybody who's like, but Charlie, I hear your voice and you're very, very drained right now. 
Yeah, that's not actually the workload that's doing that. The remnants of the hurricanes are going through, and my joints are hurting really, really bad. My back is hurting really, really bad, <laughs> and I just don't... I don't feel good physically right now. It's not actually an internal thing. And that is kind of one of the biggest problems for me, is I didn't take into effect my physical health when I was doing this. Because we had been in a fairly stable pattern for most of the experiments that I've been doing this year. And as the weather has started to turn, and the joint pain has been trying to creep in, because I have kind of gotten myself to a point with pain mitigation that I only really have pain when there is weather. So I forgot, <laughs> which is an amazing admission to make because pain has been such a constant force in my life that I last year, if you'd asked me if I'd ever be able to forget that I had constant chronic joint pain, I, I would have laughed at you, but here we are. So I am very happy to be working to fix it and to push myself to get all the work done that I want to do. But having said that, it's 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 going to take a lot for me to be able to push through some of the joint pain that's on the horizon. Just because we're entering fall, the weather pattern is looking a lot more unsettled and there's just going to be a lot more fronts moving through which is going to cause my shoulders to hurt, my back to hurt, my legs to hurt, and everything else. So we have to know our actual limits, but we can't push ourselves too hard because we don't want to break because that would not be a good thing. Now, this isn't the last set of experiments that I'm going to be doing, but I'm very thankful for them because through doing them, I have found my voice again, and I have found a way to reach out to the world that I feel comfortable doing from my little introverted heart. And it's been amazing. <laughs> it's really been amazing. I got my first dislike on YouTube yesterday. And while that may be sound bad, it makes me really happy because it means that my ideas are reaching people, that I'm not just trapped in an echo chamber, that the ideas are getting out and people are agreeing and disagreeing with me. And that is important because if I'm going to find my voice, I get really concerned that I'm going to be... <sighs> just one of those motivational speakers. And I don't want to be that. I really don't want to be that because I, I know that so much of that is fake and fraudulent. And as somebody who speaks from their challenges and how they're working to overcome their challenges and who does everything in their power to encourage others to overcome their challenges, that can easily devolve into this kind of self self-help new agey, stuff that isn't what I want to do. It isn't what I want to be. And to see people starting to disagree, to see people 
challenging my assumptions, challenging my ideas is so refreshing because I don't want to be in an echo chamber. I don't want to be seen as a voice of authority, which is probably the stupidest thing you could ever admit as a creator, because that's kind of creator 101 is establish yourself as a voice of authority. Be that person who stands up and says, I know all, but I don't know all and none of us know all. And it's crap. It's a lie to say that we do. And I don't want to be that person. I don't want to pretend that I'm on some kind of a pedestal or that I have access to some kind of secret wisdom that for $29.95 I'll share with you. Because my life is not an infomercial and I don't want to be that Billy Zane kind of person. And that's that's been a really tricky thing for me to try to figure out is how can I be motivational for other people and still retain me <laughs> and not become this caricature of a person. And honestly, it's come from watching Marianne Williamson's beautiful transformation into a political figure over the last year, because I've always had respect for her. I've always found her quite interesting, but she's for my taste veered much more towards the self-help guru than I've ever really felt comfortable with. But seeing her start to speak out and to speak with passion and to talk about things so eloquently and openly, but without losing her focus on love and spirituality and all that, it's been a great inspiration for me. And I'm hoping that you all can not mimic what I'm doing because we don't need mimicry. We need people to find their own voices. And that's the method that I use to find mine. It has been really helpful and refreshing to be able to speak my truth and to speak my wisdom and to be very clear that it's mine and your mileage may vary. You will find your voice. I see so many writers right now and people in the community struggling with this idea of who they are and what they want from life. And I'm just going to say, you are who you are and you want what's best for you. And that sounds simplistic and like it's not an answer, but you should just say those things to yourself over and over again until images and words or whatever, however your mind works, fill in those gaps. Who are you? What do you want? What is best for you? What do you need to have in your life right now? Because I wish life was as simple as we just think it and it manifests into your life. But I have to say, if you don't think it and try to manifest it into your life, you'll never have it in the first place. I tend to talk a lot about Joseph Campbell's idea of invisible hands and that when, when, when we're following the path that we should be following, our, our path, our unique path, cutting it through the jungle of our life. It's amazing how often invisible hands come to our aid, to our defense, to help us. 
And I do think that there's truth in that. And I want to find a way to trust that more than I do. Not that I'm just going to throw myself into the whims of fate and just whatever will be, will be. And I promise I'll never sing again. But um, <laughs> I say that every time and it's a lie. Y'all know it's a lie. It, it happens and I'm sorry. But I want to find a way for all of us to learn to be more trusting towards the cosmos, to be more trusting towards the universe. Because as challenging and as hard as it can feel sometimes, and as small as we feel within it, we have to remember that we are star stuff. We are the universe embodied, given voice. The iron, the carbon, everything that makes us was once in the heart of a burning star. We are the universe given voice. And whether that has any spiritual meaning for you or not, it should give your life meaning and purpose. It should help you to understand just how amazing all of this is. Because we are not alone. We are connected through our passions, through our love for writing, through the craft, through our, our basic humanity. And it's been a long time before, well, it's been a long time at, just in general since I've been able to trust that, that I've met people that I thought were trustworthy, that I thought actually had my best intentions at heart. And I know there's a lot of cynicism out there, and I don't want to be a voice of that cynicism. I don't want to be a vehicle for that cynicism. And I hope you don't either. While it can be fun to pass a cynical quip here, there, and yonder in what passes as witty banter, we have to be careful not to internalize those witticisms and to confuse them for what's true. Because, you know, the world is hard, and we don't need to make it harder on ourselves to live within it. We are amazing. We are a powerful unit that can stand together and accomplish pretty much anything. As long as we keep our heads focused on our goals. And we have to be mindful that that doesn't mean that we keep our heads down. Some of us will be out on the streets shouting and chanting because they have the strength of body and of will to do that. The rest of us have to find our place where we can stand up, where we can shine, where we can shout out our truths into the universe. Because if we don't, those invisible hands won't come. And it's not because it's the universe punishing us. It's because we have not given them the opportunity to come to our aid. It's like I say on the streams, we're here we showed up today. If the muse doesn't show up and cooperate and help us find the words, that's not our fault. We are here. And we need to take that attitude to the rest of our lives. Because if we don't show up, then we can't be surprised that it leaves us behind. 
And it took me way too long to figure that out. But I'm really glad that I finally did. I'm here now. I'm shouting my truths out into a world that's actually listening. And that feels strange. Because I always figured that I would be the person shouting into the void. And maybe I am still shouting into the void. Who knows? But at least the void appears to be answering me. This has also been a rather difficult time for me because the shadows are trying to knock on the door to come back in and I am not going to let them. You see, the first main sign that my depression is trying to come back is the insomnia and, uh, well, I have not been sleeping well. (laughs) So I'm taking steps to deal with that so that I can keep myself up and running. I'm not as concerned about it this time around as I have been in the past, just because I don't, I don't have the fear. (laughs) And that's a huge thing because fear is the mind killer. Fear is the little death that brings about total obliteration. I shall turn and face my fear and let it pass through me. And when it has, I shall turn and see the path in which it is followed and know that only I remain. That was a bad paraphrase of Frank Herbert, but you get the idea. Um, I always want to do the long bitty desert prayer and then I get lost at the like, let it pass through me part. But anywho, yeah, I I'm, I'm doing okay. Like I'm not feeling the effects too bad. I am doing everything that I can to mitigate it. And I don't think that I'm going to go back into the pit from whence I came, but it's something that I need to be aware of and something that I need to be monitoring. And I wanted to bring it up and talk to you all about it because it's important for all of us to be monitoring our mental health. It's really easy to let it slide Especially when we have a lot of work in front of us, when we have set up big goals to pursue and things that we want to do, when we get lost in all of the things that we are working on, it can be difficult to see the subtle little signs and start interventions early so that bigger ones are not required later. And luckily my warning sign is, it's a, it's a f- fairly obvious one. And so, you know, when I wake up at four in the morning and just can't go back to sleep, I know to be watchful. I know to keep my eyes open and to track my thoughts and to prevent myself from falling into rumination and to up my meditation schedule and do all of the things that I need to do to keep my mind at ease, to keep my mind at peace. And I just wanted to take a moment to remind you to do the same for yourself. What do you need to do for your mental health? For me, you can see it in the art that I do 
whether it's the ones that I share on Instagram, like the self-portraits that I do every day, or some of the ones that I've been sharing into my story that really speak to the ideas that are going on in my head. It's allowing myself to just be free and know that no matter how the world feels right now, no matter how much worry and doubt I have, those are not going away. So there's no point or purpose to allowing them to have sway over me. And I get how that all sounds easier than it is to do. But you have to find your own methods. I wish, I really do, that I could tell you the panacea. I could tell you the one thing that you could do to make your life all better. But in many ways, that's one of the great wonders of life. There isn't one singular answer. There are millions, billions of answers, and they each work for different people in different ways. So find your own, (laughs) find your path. There's peace in it because that's the one thing that I can say that I have this time that I didn't have the last time my brain revolted against me. I have peace. I I found a bit of joy in my life and I don't feel like everything's going off the rails. I I do have some anxiety, but you know, nothing like I used to. And as I am ending this episode, I feel that it's only fitting to mention that the sun is shining and there are torrents of rain falling out the window. If you hear a peal of thunder, that's not an added sound effect. That is just my life right now. But I'm really excited about everything that we are doing together and everything that I'm working on. And it feels odd and almost a little vain to say that, but I I, I am. And I'm trying to allow myself to be happy and to be excited about my own writing, (laughs) about my own work, because it's not vain to enjoy what you're doing. It's not vain to have fun with your own work. And I don't know why or when I started thinking that that was vanity, but it has to stop. And so I am putting an end to it. Hopefully you are having a good day. Hopefully you are in a better place now than you were earlier. Hopefully you will find the strength to do all the things that you want to do because more than anything else in this world of chaos and darkness, there is light. And that light is in the smiles of all those who care about us and who wish us the best on the path that we walk. (laughs) That was perfectly timed. And I hope that that got caught by the microphone (laughs) because as soon as I said that the thunder crashed outside. Oh, my life and how you 
serendipitously add noises to it. Alrighty, y'all. Don't worry about me. I am doing all right. I'm just trying to be very open and honest and straightforward with everything that I am doing and feeling because the biggest flaw that I have ever committed was just letting myself go into my turtle shell and I'm not doing that anymore. Alrighty. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean, so we can use it on the show. I would love to hear from you. You can also hit me up on social media. I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you might have noticed I'm a bit more uh, active on the Twitter lately. So, see you there. And, yeah. If... You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. If you've got a dollar you can pass my way, it would be greatly appreciated, and I am so, so thankful to everybody who does that. In the show notes, you'll find a link to listener support, my Patreon, and my coffee account for one-time donations. It really does help out a lot, and in these uncertain times, it's nice to know that I have financial support from the audience, especially with all of the crazy that is a coming. If you don't have any money right now or you don't feel like giving, that's all right. Please, please, please do not feel any pressure. Please don't. If you don't have the money or you don't feel like giving, but you like anything that I do, consider sharing it with others. That helps out more than you could possibly know. The hardest thing in this life as a creative is getting people to know you exist. And if you can take some of the work off of me and help get the word out, then that is amazing and almost more precious than gold in this current climate in which we live. Alrighty. I, I, I long for the days that I don't have to say this anymore because we've actually fixed things, but we haven't. So let's say it with me now. Black Lives Matter. Black trans lives matter. We need to stop the mass killing of black people in this country at the hands of the police. We need to end systemic racism. We need to just be better as a country in so many ways. It's just frustrating. It's it's frustrating because the wheels of justice move slowly. But I do feel that as long as we can keep the pressure up, they will continue to move forward. And I hope that you have the courage to write your dreams into reality. And above all, don't forget to have the fun. Bye. Bye.